0: find what is you there's so many people now that are looking at the Marie Forleo's or even looking to me and going okay well Alexi does this or Marie does this and while it is good to model certain things you don't want it to be exactly the same because why would a person choose you if it's the same thing you've got to find what's uniquely you
1: you hear all the bull about marketing every day make your money in your sleep my new offer is crushing it my guru could beat up your guru
2: It's time to go right to the source and get the truth about marketing. With your host, the founder of CopyChief.com, Kevin Rogers.
1: Hey, welcome back to The Truth About Marketing. It's Kevin Rogers here uh, with another great episode. This is the show where you get to find out what real business owners are doing online to improve their sales, to market with integrity, and to excite their audience and their customers. And today, we've got a special guest who's going to really bring some heat and some excitement. Alexi Panos is on with me, and uh, thank you, Alexi, for being here.
0: Yeah, man. So happy to be here with you.
1: This is cool. This is going to be fresh and different, I think, for my audience because you are living a real life of adventure. You know, we talk a lot <laughs> about this internet lifestyle and these things. And I have a lot of people who are, you know, uh, young and single. And uh-huh. I'm always going, will you please just take your laptop and go travel yes. the world? You could work yes. from anywhere, right?
2: Uh, you <laughs> Do know. it, please.
0: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> if so, I'm on your site, you know, alexipanos.com. And man, your videos are not only cool and inspiring, but you're all over the world and you're meeting, you know, real cool people. So it, it seems like a big part of the appeal here, what you've been able to, you know, sort of accomplish with your, I don't even know what your services are. We'll kind of get to that. <laughs> but, but that doesn't even matter because I'm just it's here. It's a mystery.
2: <laughs> I just wanna,
1: I want to, I'm caught up in your adventure. And so was there like a definitive moment where you were like, you know what, we're taking the show around the world and I'm going to invite everybody with me. Was that like a calculated move or how did all that come about?
0: Well, you know, it, it was one of those things that was a hell yes moment. I've been a total traveler and totally obsessed with the world and people and culture and new experiences and adventure since I was young. And um, I had an awesome opportunity at 17 years old to travel the world as an opening act for a major music artist at the time. Wow! And uh graduated high school early, had a bunch of scholarships for college, but both my parents were entrepreneurs. And I always knew that working for someone was kind of never my thing, Yeah, you know? So I said, you know what? I'll skip college right now, take this opportunity, see the world, explore, and college will always be there. And sure enough, that created this whole wanderlust in me. And I'd been finding ways to travel hack and travel the world since I was young. And, and once I got out of the music industry, I had to find ways to really supplement my travel fix, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I truly had a travel addiction. And mm-hmm. You know, that led me to getting into modeling because I had this like really awesome schedule and television and entertainment. I bartended for a couple of years to make, make ends meet. And, you know, I was working two nights a week and then traveling the rest of the five, which was incredible. And when I started on this path of personal development and sharing my message of human potential with the world, I thought, you know, what better way to do it than to inspire people to also get out and explore because, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I know you know this, but travel lends to so many amazing breakthroughs and it really pushes your edges. You know, you really get to see who you are in a world that's totally not comfortable and not your own. And when you're faced with challenges of new languages and new cultures and, you know, new food and new challenges and and finding Mm -hmm. your way around new cities and new places, you really are pushed and expanded. And, you know, there's no better transformation than travel. And if you can pair that with personal development and and self-work, it's like, you know, a one-two punch of just awesomeness.
1: I love that. That's exciting. And so, Oh, I just want to quickly, you know, uncover some of this of, of your journey here. So at 17 years old, what kind of music artist were you?
0: Yeah, I was um, so funny because I'm not a singer at all, okay. but I love <laughs> I love to perform and I love to dance. And this was when, you know, all that cool stuff was coming out in the recording industry and they were making anyone a singer. And I basically mm-hmm. I got a recording contract with of all people Murder Inc. So I was on Jaw wow. Jaw Rule and wow. Shanti and that whole crew of people for two years.
1: That is so cool. So, so, but you are, then you had a set, you were out there as a performer, as talent.
0: Yeah, I was out there as talent. I was working on recording my own album at the time at that, at that point I was just kind of, you know, I'm actually featured on a couple of uh, Jaws albums that went multi-platinum. I'm on a couple of his songs and that's like, I totally, I felt like I lived nine lives with that whole world. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's great. And so, yeah, that's so cool because for a lot of people, that would be that one thing they did that time. And then they go, all right, well, now real, time for reality.
2: <laughs> right,
0: but it, it, it honestly, it sparked this whole thing in me that was like, oh, normal, you know, what society deems as normal isn't my way. It's not yeah, my path. Yeah. And it, quite frankly, it taught me, you know, knowing that I wasn't that great of a singer It taught me that if I put my mind and my heart and my hustle Mm. to anything, I can succeed at it. I just have to be willing to commit. And that attitude has brought me through so many different things. Because right after the music thing, our last stop on tour was in Africa. And I had this moment in Africa where I was faced with like, just seeing this whole rock star, crazy, selfish lifestyle I was living, and then seeing the reality of the developing world, and it hit me. And I was like, "Man, mm. I want to, I want to actually do something. I want to give back. I want to contribute." Mm. And that's kind of what brought me out of the music industry and got me started on my nonprofit path. And you know, since two thousand five, my partner and I have been going to Africa every year and drilling clean water wells and doing community development, working with women, working with kids, and it's been incredible but i don't think i would have had the confidence to do that had i not have had the journey through mm. music so it, you know it all kind of stacks on top of each other right
1: well, that's exciting momentum right keep momentum wow how exciting so okay so how does that what's the next step so you say all right well here i am i know i love now i love to travel like you said you you sort of like it became about uh, how do i fund this lifestyle that isn't about extravagance. It's about movement. How do I keep traveling?
0: Yeah, and you know, and that, that kind of took many iterations over the years. You know, like I said, I started right after the music industry, I started bartending because I was mm. like, how can I make the most amount of money, least amount of time, <laughs> least amount of responsibility and yeah. really pour everything into this nonprofit and build this out and invest and make this a sustainable cause that I can run for the, for the rest of my life. So it started with that then I got into modeling started making a really good wage I guess or salary modeling and I was making six figures a year and really making my own schedule calling my own shots mm. and then that turned into television and entertainment it was like again that momentum right right and I just kept seeking opportunities that could give me two things freedom and flexibility that was like my whole thing freedom and flexibility and I've always been obsessed with personal development since I was a kid. And I've always loved, you know, I read, well, listened to my first Tony Robbins book on tape when I was eight years old. Wow. And that's always stuck with me. Like, even when I was modeling, I was that model on set that was like inspiring others to step into their greatness. (laughs) (laughs) And it was kind of hilarious because some people would look at me and be like, really? Now? (laughs) (laughs) Like, yes, now, now is the time. Of course, now is the time. (laughs) and then television was this natural progression because I had a huge personality and, and I'm really quick and, you know, I've got comedy in my background as well. Mm. And, you know, it got to the point where, quite honestly, I felt as if I was robbing myself and the world of what I was truly here for. And I was kind of taking the easy way out. You know, it was like I was banking on this modeling career and entertainment, working in, in TV, which, you know, it's exciting, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't my purpose. And mm. when you're off purpose, it kind of feels like crap. Yeah. Yeah. And I kept getting all the success. And I had bought my first place in New York City. You know, by 25, I was making six figures. I felt really good until I realized that that's just all material crap. And it doesn't mean anything. And I really wanted to be on purpose and be aligned and step into what I was truly passionate about. And mm-hmm. I found myself coaching all my friends. So I was like, you know what? I could probably make money from this. So I started coaching other people as a service. And that turned into me going, well, why don't I use my background in TV and producing and having this image that people respond to and the fact that I travel to all these really cool places, why don't I just pull all that together and do content that actually uplifts people? Instead of talking about like what Reese Witherspoon wore playing tennis on E! News,
2: (laughs) which I did, by the way, and like wanted to
0: kill myself afterwards. (laughs) Terrible. It was so bad. Talk about
1: contributing nothing to the world.
0: (laughs) The craziest thing is, is I swear, Kevin, I haven't had a TV in 10 years. Wow. Like. I was working for E! News, and I had no idea who any of these people were. I was getting all their names wrong. Like, the producers were looking at me like I was crazy. Like, how do you not know who Justin Bieber is? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> you know? And it was awesome because at that moment when I had to talk about what Reese Witherspoon was wearing while she was playing tennis, I was like, and I'm finished. <laughs>
1: I love like, that moment where you just feel it. and You're like, I can't, I can't, I cannot look myself in the mirror if I do
2: this.
0: Like, no, I cannot have self-respect after this. <laughs> and that was the beginning. That was the beginning of this whole journey where I literally just started sharing content and putting out YouTube videos and sharing it on Facebook mm. and using my Instagram and social media for social good and inspiration. Mm-hmm. And it snowballed it snowballed mm. in a way that I would have never expected it because my intention wasn't, oh, let's build this online platform of X, Y, and Z. My intention was, I'm just going to share authentically what's coming up for me, mm-hmm. share my experience and do it in a way that's visually appealing. Yeah. That's got all the aesthetics that appeal to me and let's see if it resonates. And sure enough, people from all over the world started finding me and sharing this message and That turned into a book deal, which turned into speaking all over the country and then all over the world and then leading workshops and and creating an online program, which is really like the core of my business now. And it all came just from the idea of, I want to share what's true for me. And that's the biggest thing because marketing you know, while I do have a marketing brain and I'm always thinking about ideas to get things out, mm-hmm. I never came from the traditional marketing standpoint right. of how do I get conversions and how do I do this? And how like that never appealed to me. I hate feeling sold to. Right. And that's always been my biggest thing with everything I do is like, how can I give so much value mm-hmm. that people are ready to to buy in to the idea or the message or the inspiration or the cause that they're they're like waiting to sign up right and it's been it's been incredible. I
1: love that I love that because that's I always say to people like, oh you know I don't want to be salesy but I but of course I need to I have something great to offer people right but I don't want to totally. and I say you know what just don't sell teach
2: that's it teach
1: Ooh. share you know inspire and if yes. in the sale and then people are going is there, what can I buy from you. How do I get more involved, right? It really does happen that way. And people just go, oh, but I don't know what to say. And so let's talk about, I'll talk about video for a minute, you know? Like, I, I love video. And you and I have such different styles. This is fascinating to me. I, I love the energy of your videos. You're, you're always moving around, <laughs> keeps it real interesting.
0: Uh-huh, can't sit still. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that really just like, that's you, right? I mean, so- it
0: is. I talk with my hands, and I move a lot. <laughs> yeah, see,
1: I'm usually in my car, and I figured out my car is like a perfect sound studio. I stopped driving videos. Like, a lot of people were really annoyed. They'd say, you know, it's just it's, <laughs> it's uncool, and it's dangerous. And I would say, the camera's mounted, and it's no different if, than if you were sitting next to me in the car, it's, you know? But I was like, you know what? I get it. So now I just park. <laughs> I make my videos. There you
0: go. You're a role model now. Got to set an example. That's right.
1: Yes, yes. I'm the conscientious car video guy, but yours, you know, man, they're just like full of action. So, talk to me a little bit about because you know what? When I, when I coach, you know, marketers or freelancers, and I say it's really important to make video. Find a style that's right for you. Yeah, and just know that it's an evolution. I think of someone like Marie Forleo. You see her early videos; they were pretty raw. She didn't have a great set. Now she's got this great production. She just looks stunning. The, the, the set is always perfect. You're more a little bit out in, in the world, which is really yeah. appealing. But talk to me a little bit about, you know, the evolution of how you made videos and what were some of the things you did along the way that made it? Because, you know, I'm sure you're not like carrying around a bunch of equipment here as you travel the world, right? So it's got to be a minimalist production.
0: Oh yeah. We call it our studio in a bag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, great. And it's
0: literally, it's my fiance and I who does the same work, Preston Smiles, mm-hmm. check them out. It's literally him and I with a backpack that's got our camera, a lav mic, mm-hmm. and it's got like a little extra handle on it to steady our, our hold and a fisheye lens. And that's it. Mm. That's how we roll. And we just got a GoPro, which we're like super stoked about because we go to all these crazy waterfalls and we always have to leave the camera behind. And Uh we got a drone, which we haven't used yet. Oh, cool. It's like a beginner's drone. But we're like, dude, we're in all these amazing locations. We should get aerials. Oh, yeah. This and that. So we're about to go uh, down under for three months. And we got a drone for that. Sweet.
1: That's a B-roll wet dream right there. Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) Hopefully, I don't crash it and kill it.
1: I have a feeling. Uh, (laughs) At least, hopefully, it's a really good shot, like right into a waterfall or something. Exactly.
0: And hopefully, I can save the footage before it dies. But yeah, so honestly, the beginning of my videos, and, and I want to say this because I feel this is really important. I didn't make videos for about three years. Mm. I thought about it for about three years. It was on my list of like, this year, I'm going to do a YouTube channel. And for three years, I sat on it because I didn't, quote unquote, have everything I needed. You know, I was like, oh, well, I don't have the right camera. I don't have the right set. I don't have the right this. I don't have the right that. I don't have enough time. And, you know, I had every excuse in the book. And really what was behind that was is I was afraid to put myself out there in a way that I had never put myself out there before because as a television host, sure, I'm on camera all the time and it's easy, but I'm saying somebody else's words. I'm a talking head. Right. Now, this is like something that's on my heart. This is a reflection of who I am as an individual, as a, as a you know, spiritual being, as a human being. And there's way more at stake. And when I got honest about that, I was like, Screw it. I'm going in. I'm making three videos today. And I literally, if you look at my first three videos that I posted that are actually of me and not of my nonprofit stuff, it's me in front of my garage, which is like this beautiful, you know, Spanish yellow paint and the lighting's great. And I just sat my camera on a tripod and I talked for about an hour. Mm. And from that talk, I produced three videos that I just put out. And my whole thing was, I just have to start, I just have to start. And it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be how I want it. And I'm okay with that. Because it's not about me. It's about the message.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And that's the thing I keep telling myself, like, I swear to you, Kevin, I say that every week as I'm editing, I'm like, it's not about me. It's about the message. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, because I find things that I'm like, oh, I messed up there. Or right. I didn't say that right. or That's
2: a great point. I'm like,
0: I could have phrased this better. The metaphor was supposed to come out this way and it didn't. Right. I have all these things. And you know, you know, it's like, you know how you wanted it to sound. Right. But the, the, the fact is, is it came out exactly how it was supposed to come out. Mm. And I find the videos that I push that I'm like hesitant to push that I sometimes don't even want to post are the ones that fly. And it's, it's such a a reminder for me and a tap on the shoulder that it's not about me. It's about the message. And if I get out of my ego and stop making it about me and like, what are they going to think? The lighting sucks here, da, 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 Mm da, people always resonate with Mm -hmm. the message that that's relevant for them. And while every video is not going to be for everyone the ones that it's for will hit so hard. And that's what I keep reminding myself of.
1: That's fantastic. I love that because it's so true. You know what I keep learning is that people don't notice the the details uh, as much as you think they do, right? Like they really, what they remember is something important you said that really struck them. And they remember how the video and your message and you made them feel. That's it. Right? But they, can't, they you, you could say, you know, well, what, what color dress was she wearing? Uh, I don't know. I think it was pink. Maybe it was purple. It doesn't, that, of course, that's the stuff we fixate on because we made that sure. choice. It meant something to us. So I love that. It's not about me. It's about the message. Boy, that's powerful. Love that. It's
0: huge. And the other thing is, and I've, I've been coaching a lot of people on start, starting their own video channel or their own video series.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you said it best find what is you. Like there's so many people now that are looking at the Marie Forleo's or even looking to me and going, okay, well, Alexi does this, or Marie does this, or so-and-so does this. Mm -hmm. And while it is good to model certain things, you don't want it to be exactly the same because why would a person choose you over Marie Forleo if it's the same thing? Right. You've got to find what's uniquely you. And for me, that's, Talking with my hands, moving around, traveling the world, that is me. I've been doing that, you know, for a decade before I started making videos, and I'll be doing that forever. Yeah. And the high energy, the high octane, the real talk, the the straight shooting, that's that's who I am. Mm -hmm. And and that's authentically my voice. Now in the beginning, I was looking to to see who was out there and going, well, I should do this and I should do that and I should do that. And it kept me not doing anything. It kept me paralyzed forever because i was trying to play their game and i can't play their game because it's not my game to play
2: yeah right you
0: know and and that's so huge for everyone and like you said it's an evolution like i started in front of my garage because i just needed to start you know i didn't have a trip that week and i was like fuck it i just need to start and do something yeah
1: you know so, so what was i'm looking at your your video your youtube page here and so you know 78000 views 61000 views just amazing mm-hmm. What was the moment where you were like, oh, this video thing has legs? Like, at what point did you feel a little more directed by your audience in, as to what kind of material to cover?
0: It was when I started sharing from a really authentic, vulnerable point. I put out mm-hmm. one video. I think it was Let Your Wounds Heal. It might have been that one. I put out one video, and it was one of the ones where I talk a bit more straight about the troubles that people go through. And it was less about like the positive, everything's great mentality. And it was more like, here's some real shit that people go through. Mm -hmm. Here's what I go through. And here's how you handle it. Mm -hmm. And that spread like wildfire. And it literally got shared hundreds of times on Facebook. It went up to like, 40,000 views on Facebook in a week. It was just insane. And I realized, I think before that point, I was impressed with you know 5,000 views on Facebook. I was like, yay, I got 5,000 views. Right. And now after that, I realized, oh, people want the realness. Like mm. people don't want that everything's perfect. Everything's great. Here's why I'm your guru. They don't want that. Mm -hmm. They want to relate to you. They want to know you. They want to, you know, feel like they're your friend.
1: Yeah. And so when your topic is just, you know, how to live better, how to deal with pain, how to get over the stuff that's holding you back, that's a pretty universal calling. So, you know, you don't have a niche, right? I mean, just anyone who wants to (laughs)
2: life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Totally. And the marketing standpoint, you know, I know there's a lot of people with online businesses out there. And I've got a ton of friends in this world. And what we keep talking about in every mastermind we're in is every time we cut the BS, Mm. cut the I'm perfect, here's what works for me. Like, yes, people want to hear that, but they want to hear what you went through first. Yeah, They want to hear, like how hard it was. They wanna hear that you didn't have it figured out. They wanna hear what you had to overcome to get to the point where you are because then they see, oh, I can do it too.
1: Yeah, absolutely, right. And it's just that be that spark, that thing that gets them to sit up in their chair that day, right? And go, oh, it can be different. I I can do this. Yeah. Uh, That's exciting. Very cool. All right, so let's talk. This is a show about marketing. (laughs) Yes. And so I appreciate you being willing to share some of the strategic moves you make because, you know, the end of the day, it's a business, right? And and I think that's an important thing we share with people is that, yes, you get to lead with passion. You know, yes, you get to wake up every day and say, what's going to inspire me to inspire more people? But then all that stuff's got to get in front of people. And then we have to move them to action so that we can deliver even bigger to them. So uh, tell me about your signature. You said, I think it's, you have an online program and that's sort of the heart of your uh, funding this, this, this life basically.
0: Yeah, totally. It's called a, it's called the bridge method and it's a 12 week online training program, completely hands-off except for email accountability that happens every week that Preston and I answer like 95% of the time, then we have a team as well that answers those. Mm-hmm. But it's a beautiful program because it takes everything that we've studied for the past 10 years individually, and it pulls it together in this collective toolbox of these amazing tools and distinctions that has you show up to your life in a completely different way. So we don't promise that your life's going to be awesome. We promise that you're going to be awesome in the face of life. And, and that's the big thing, right? Because everyone's like, oh, your life is going to be incredible. It's like, well, life is still going to be life. (laughs) (laughs) Shit's (laughs) going to happen. Let's be honest. So creating that program was really, again, out of a need. We we had Preston and I had built this online platform. We had just been sharing content week after week, being consistent with our messaging, with our gives, with our service. Mm -hmm. And people kept asking like, hey, do you do coaching? Hey, do you do this? Like, hey, where can I get more of you? And you know, we realize how do we scale ourselves? Because I only want to do a certain amount of coaching calls per month mm-hmm. because again, freedom and flexibility are my two big things I look for. And being tied to a phone all day is not my idea of that. Mm-hmm. And Preston's the same way. So we're like, screw it, time for an online program. Let's do this. And we invested six months of our time and like built the best program that we could build. And it was incredible because we set the price point at at a price point that was accessible to our audience, but also worth what we put in.
2: Yeah.
0: And we started it at 497 and we did a 72-hour deal. We launched Easter Sunday, which this is crazy. This is kind of like not strategic, strategic marketing yeah. <laughs> because we literally launched Easter Sunday. We were supposed to launch the next week and we're like, something feels right. Let's just do it tonight. Mm. We launched Easter Sunday night, no advertising on Facebook. We just put it on Facebook Instagram and YouTube. And we said, Hey guys, for the next 72 hours, we're releasing this at a special price just for you guys. And it will not be this price ever again. And we did a $50,000 launch in three days, wow. which was insane. We had wow. never done anything like that ever. And we weren't expecting anything. We literally were like, Oh my gosh, we woke up one morning. We're like, Oh my gosh, there's $10,000. in our. Oh my gosh, there's 20,000. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're at 40. What? This is, this is insane.
1: That's incredible, and with no tail, right? Not something you had to like spend the next twelve weeks of your life delivering on.
0: Exactly, and and beauty is is the results that those people got. Our first crew of people who went through Mm -hmm. were just insane, and so then we took those results and we, you know, we made what was working better, and then we put the testimonials up, and now it's like now we've got this fluid thing where it's like our marketing. And and the funny thing is, is again, we're not traditional marketers. So our friends who are, who have incredible online businesses laugh at us because they're like, what's your conversion rate? We're like, we have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know? We get
1: to travel. There's, there's enough for plane exactly. tickets. <laughs> we can eat where we want. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. We're like, dude, we just got freedom and that's <laughs> all that matters. And the the craziest thing is, is we're now learning power editor. We're now learning Facebook ads. and. We did a launch again this past Christmas and we did another 50,000. And it's like, man, like that's pretty awesome. And here's the craziest part is only 10,000 of that was from actual marketing spend where we advertised to cold leads, people that we didn't know Mm -hmm. and did some sort of a mini funnel. We sent them to a landing page. We gave them an awesome video series that they could watch and get value from. And then we offered, hey guys, Registration closes on this day. Sign up now if you want to be in. So only 10000 came from that. And we did $40 in marketing spend because we're testing it out. Wow! And, and here's what I want to share with, with your listeners. Because I have someone in my life who did a, a $9,000 spend to build this whole launch. Mm. And she didn't make a penny. Mm. And here's why. She didn't build the audience. She didn't build the tribe. She didn't have the patience and the persistence and the consistency to serve no matter what, even if it's not, quote unquote, paying off in the traditional sense. Mm -hmm. And Preston and I have realized what has worked for us across the board is that we actually care about our tribe. Like we engage with them. We do live Q&As once a month. We get in there. We respond to everything that they send us. We're like really in Mm -hmm. love with our people. Yeah. And they're in love with us. Yeah, and it's a relationship, and yeah. of course they're going to trust us. Of course they're going to buy into us because we buy into them.
2: Yeah, right. You
0: know, and so many people are looking for this quick sale, like, oh, I'm going to do this, you know, Jeff Walker's launch, and I'm going to do this and funnel right. this and da da da. And it's like cool, but if people don't know you, and if you're not really like serving, mm. it's it's a hard sell.
1: Well, there is there is great wisdom in what you just said. Uh, uh, you know, I tell you, I call it the dialogue right mm. it, it, to me that's the number one requirement if if someone wants to work with me i go okay what kind of dialogue are you having with your your audience right now they're like well I blog all the time well how many comments do you get or how, how often do people reply to you personally and talk about something you said or ask more questions about it Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Right. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I was like, you know, there, there are other, yes, you can make money with this whole marketing thing, but it's just not interesting to me. Right. Like it's right. Right. Like what, what's the point? What's the point at the the end of the day, it's going to feel empty. You're not building relationships and that's what, what, you don't even have to want to like start a movement or change the world, but just as a marketer, having a dialogue with the people that you're, you know, out to help. And hopefully yeah. create it. It does all the work for you, like you said. Like it, you didn't have to sell; you just had to offer. You just had to present. You spent six months creating something kickass. They're already in love with you. You're you're delivering all along. So when you go to make a, a product, it isn't difficult, and you That's don't have it. to wonder, will this resonate? Is this what they want? Because you're asking, and they're telling you all along.
0: Totally. And and the biggest thing is, is other opportunities will come from this because you're you're building a following. And those, those people will say, hey, when are you speaking? And here's what I always write back. Well, where do you live? Oh, well, I'm based in Hawaii. Cool. If you can get 30 people in a room at this price point, I'll fly down. Mm. And it happens all the time. Wow. And then I've got a trip to Hawaii paid for. I get to serve and, and be with my people and actually workshop with them. And I get to shoot videos while I'm down there.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. That's incredible. <laughs> I love
0: it. You know, so, so many people are looking for that quick thing. And I can't tell you how many people write me and say, Hey, how'd you get your views up to this? And it's like Mm -hmm. time, Mm -hmm. hustle, patience, service, consistency. Like it doesn't happen overnight. And, and it's funny, I've got a friend staying with me this week and he's an online marketer. He does work with people who have video game addiction Mm. and He's done TED Talks and he's done all this stuff. And he was going to the post office and he saw me writing some letters. He's like, oh, I'll drop them off for you. And he's like, I'm going to, I was like, oh, what are you dropping off? He's like, I write personal letters to my most engaged fans. Wow. And I'm like, dude, that's like, that's amazing. Cause I'm totally into that. I respond to every email that comes to me. Mm-hmm. I, I literally like, that's why I do the live Q and A's too, because yeah. while it may take me six months to respond to every email that comes in the Q and A's, you can find me every month Yeah. and you can ask me questions and we dialogue. I'm in my pajamas, drinking tea in my living room and we're hanging out, you yeah. know? And it's like, anyone can join. And, and then my tribe gets to meet each other mm-hmm. and start building connections on that way as well, which is like phenomenal. So do you have to respond to everything? No, I get that people are busy. I'm busy. And trust me, it takes a while. And it's, it's definitely a lot. But there are ways that you can communicate and create dialogue and engagement. Right. Like Periscope is free. Yeah. You should be on Periscope. Right. You know, and if right. you're like, well, I don't have time to respond. Go on Periscope once a week and be like, hey, guys, here's where I'm at once a week. Come find me.
1: And that's what's great about being sort of raw and out in the wild, as I like to say, is that, you know, for you to be on Periscope, you're naturally conscious of making sure the lighting's right and you got some decent sound, right? Once you have that, just hold up the phone and have a conversation (laughs) with people. I mean what do you have to plan? I love what you said about waiting three years, you know, to try to get, you know, and then finally you came to grips with the idea that, nah, it's me. Like there's really, it's, I'm just avoiding what I know I need to do. It's going to be uncomfortable. And then boom, you do it and just everything breaks open.
0: That's it. And, and for people out there, it's, it's about that, like whatever is on your heart to do. If you're like, you don't have an idea yet, Hmm. just start and you've got to just like figure it out as you go. And I love this. I I had the opportunity to meet up with uh, Richard Branson and go to Necker Island. And I asked him, what's your biggest piece of advice? He goes, we're all just figuring it out. That's great. And I was like, oh, fucking brilliant. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I saw a great quote. I, I don't share quotes that often, but this one I had to, is it a great book called show your work?
0: Ah uh, yes,
1: it's about this kind of stuff we're talking about. It's like just contribute, right? And if you want to grow, but uh, it was a quote from Charlie Chaplin. It was, I'm a paraphrase, but it was like, "We are all amateurs. There isn't enough time to be anything else." Yes, yeah. There's a great so freedom true. in that. And you're like, you know what? Yeah, if you like pan out and look at the big picture, really, are you going to be the one? <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean you have less of a mission. It's just that you put in perspective. I'm allowed to screw up any time. For sure. At any moment, we are and, human. <laughs> and the more you do, and like you said, you know, you let that video rip because you go, ah, it's the message. And people go, yes, that one. I, nobody notices the, the spit on your lip or whatever, you know?
2: Oh, totally. <laughs> and it's
0: been there for by the way, <laughs> totally. But you know what's funny, though? And I love, you just made me think of this. When you're too perfect, you build yourself into a nice little box mm-hmm. that you can never get out of. Yeah. Those are the people that screw themselves because if they're like, well, I never mess up. I'm always perfect. I never make a mistake. My videos are always overproduced. They're always this. They're all, You have built yourself into the biggest box ever yeah. because now you can't get out of that. You can't be anything else it's gonna take time to train people to get used to you more you know, dialed down, more yeah. natural, more human, more messy. But if you start messy and you start human and you start dialed down and you're just like, hey, here I am, here's what's up, here's what I'm sharing, people are like, oh, dude, I like this person. And then you grow together, which is huge.
1: That's so cool. I had the exact same thought as we were discussing that. I think we're thinking of the same person and I was thinking, who couldn't do a periscope or who wouldn't do a periscope, Right, right. And I was like, there are people who have, like you said, put themselves in that bubble and it would be a little weird to see them a little raw like that. And you know, it's funny, I I made a video yesterday and I realized I was still, yeah, my beard was scruffy. And (laughs) I I found out later, I went home that night in the same shirt my wife's like, you know, your shirt's button crooked. (laughs) And I'm like, like, you know what? This just made the video all that much better because I was making a video about how to make video. And I'm like, this is going to (laughs) be great. I go, look at me. I, you know, I look like hell. My shirt's crooked. Nobody's going to notice any of that stuff, right? And so, and then I was thinking, but if I put a little extra time into how I look, it's going to look all that much more dynamic. It's like, whoa, Kev stepped out today. This must be important, right?
0: (laughs) I should watch this. There's probably something really good
1: in here. Yeah, he trimmed. (laughs) That's, That's great. That's amazing. All right. So, well, you've already shared like so much epic stuff here, but I got to ask you the very pointed, essential question of the show. So, I don't know if, you, if you've held anything back to, to really share on this, but Alexi Panos, what is the one thing you've done in your marketing that produced the most surprising results?
0: It's, it's across the board. And it sounds so simple, but it's across the board just being myself, mm-hmm. being messy being open, being raw, being vulnerable, sharing my wins, also sharing my losses, because people go, Oh, wow, she's like me. She's like me. And that creates friendship rather than this stupid guru status. Like people are over that we are in the age of authenticity and realness and transparency. And with the internet, there's nowhere to hide. And when I switched the dial from trying to have it all together and trying to be perfect and look a certain way, having my videos be a certain way. When I switched and said, you know what, I'm just going to be me and it's not always going to be perfect. And that's okay. People resonated and it exploded.
1: That's great. I love it. Again, it's one of those things that it's permission to do it, but then you have to, it still took you three years, right? For sure. And, And, but I think it helps people to know And here's another thing I always uh, tell people, especially when it comes to video, digital's free and no one has to see it until you want them to see it. So just practice talking into that thing. Yes. Right. And and, and you get to practice on, on your own dime, you know, so that's exciting.
0: And and in today's day and age, like there's no excuses. We have a complete distribution channel to the entire world,
2: except
0: maybe China, but to the entire (laughs) world that can, can see your stuff. So there's no person holding you back, holding you down. It's just you. It's just you. You're in your own way. And when you can get honest about that and figure out why, like, what is it you're so afraid of and just start and just begin and just put your stuff out there and keep evolving. Mm. like that's it. So many people want it to be perfect off the bat. It's not ever going to be perfect. So just start.
1: Well, I tell you, I can really sense that you are just at the beginning of this journey. Uh, mm, I mean, you've got yes. you've, you've so much wisdom already you're sharing, but I, I just, I know instinctively there's so much more to come. Yeah, I'm really excited to know you and, and to watch this unfold. Thank you. I uh, can't thank you enough for, for sharing, you know, your, your, your message today i just going to ask one parting question because uh, I think so many of us would love to travel more and you, you're right. You said in the beginning, you know, travel opens everything up. It opens, it, it, yeah. it forces your mind open. It, it puts you in touch with other cultures and you're vulnerable. So you're forced to let go of some of your airs or your stereotypes. Yes. Or shit, you don't even know you're carrying around Totally. and get raw with life. What is... Give me your greatest travel experience moment of, of the last year.
2: Oh,
0: there's so many. <laughs> Gosh. Of the last year. I think this year I went to 40 different places. Wow. 38 places.
1: Just a moment where, where you were like, wow, is it am I standing here right now? Is yes. this really happening?
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've got one for sure. Okay. So I'm in Puerto Rico and I'm with Preston and I always love to find the stuff that nobody knows how to find and go when the tourists aren't going. Mm. And I found this part of El Yunque Rainforest, which is like a huge tourist destination that nobody knows about. And we went at sunrise. So there's nobody there. And we literally like start hiking into the rainforest and trying to find this waterfall. All of a sudden, we find this massive waterfall with these huge swimming pools that opens up. And you know we've got our swimsuits on, so we take our clothes off, jump in we're having so much fun. it's freezing. All of a sudden, we hear like all these animals, these birds, these frogs, everything in the rainforest they're going nuts, and the sun is like just peering over, just peering over the canopy of the rainforest, and it comes and shines a little bit on the spot that we're at, and we kind of look at each other and we're like, "This is magical, mm. and this is just magical, And it was one of those moments where and we were so grateful for, for not just the ability to be able to do that and to, to travel and to be in this rainforest, but nature and, and presence and sunlight and animals and water. And it was just all of our senses were alive and awakened. And we were just in reverence. And we sat in silence and just kind of like looked at each other. And it was just, it was one of those moments that we still talk about to this day. Mm. And it was, it was magical. It was beautiful. Wow.
1: And, and there is just nothing on earth you could purchase that could produce that.
0: No, like stop buying shoes. Go to a rainforest. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: oh, know?
1: I knew you would deliver on that question. That was beautiful. <laughs> well, I, again, can't thank you enough. Uh, I'm excited to share uh, you with my audience. AlexiPanos.com. Come be part of the adventure. Thanks for all you're doing. And, and again, thanks for your time.
0: Thank you and uh, so happy and so grateful to know you and be on this show.
1: Thanks. I hope we'll do it again.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: bye-bye. Right, hey, thanks again for listening to The Truth About Marketing Podcast. If you like this show and you think other people would like this show, the best way to spread the word is by reviewing and rating the show in iTunes. Just log in, click review, leave a big old fat five-star review and let everybody know that you dig the show so that they can dig it too. To get all the links and resources we mentioned on today's episode, please go to copychief.com forward slash TAM, as in truth about marketing. And if you'd like to learn more about how you can improve your sales copy with uh, templates, formulas, coaching, feedback, or hiring a pro, Do all that on the inside of the members area of copychief.com, and I will look for you there. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.